Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic episode 25. Yes, it is the silver episode, I think. Right, Will? Yes. The silver episode of Dyslexic. So, 25 episodes. Super excited. Thank you for sticking with me this long. I really appreciate it. And here's to another 25, if that's how far I get. I don't know how many episodes I'm going to make of season one, but there is going to be a season one and season two, so just know that. Woo! (laughs) But... With that being said, welcome everybody. Today, we like to party. We like, we like to party. We like to party. We like, where's Mr. We Six? Like to party. The old man in the <laughs> Mr. Six, if you can't tell, today is the, sec- is the second ever Home Park Hoedown episode of Dyslexic. Yay! <laughs> and if you didn't know, or you couldn't tell. Today we're going to be talking about Six Flags Park, but which Six Flags Park specifically? We're talking about Six Flags over Georgia. Woo! Yay! Slow clap. <laughs> okay, that was... There was no... A studio audience! I'll try to help you. Studio audience! Woo! Yeah! Woo! Uh, uh, yes! <laughs> Great, thank you. Calm down. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know, a uh, home park hoedown episode is when I invite one or more guests on, and they tell me all about their home park that they grew up going to. So it's not going to be a Disney or a Universal park. It'll be a smaller park or a Cedar Fair or Six Flags chain park that they grew up going to and that they love. And uh, they're going to tell us all about why we should visit it. And today, since we're talking about Six Flags Over Georgia, I had to get the number one Six Flags Over Georgia fan that I know, Will. Hi, Will. Hello, everyone. I hope you all are having an amazing night or day whenever you're listening to this. Ooh, what was that radio voice? I love it. (laughs) And now it's time to get back to your host, Scott Dyslexic Roland. Woo! Oh my gosh, it's my favorite! I love him! Marry me! No. (laughs) You! Calm down, guys. Stop! Shush! (laughs) Uh, I'm naming my kid after you (laughs) don't do that (laughs) y'all irritating y'all didn't see me but I did the thing with my hand y'all know what I'm talking about (laughs) okay so to get us started I'm going to give y'all a little backstory about where this park is and what it is before we get into Will our expert of the day so Six Flags Over Georgia is located uh, just west of Atlanta uh, it is the it is the second Six Flags theme park to ever open, uh, and it opened in 1967. It, ooh, totally got lost. Okay, it's open from March through January. This is from Wikipedia. Don't quote me. I don't live in Georgia. I'm assuming there's some breaks between there for events, but you know, March to January. And it has 11 coasters and a total of 44 rides, which is quite a bit. So, Let's get into it. Let's start this interview and let's find out why you, why we should all go visit Six Flags Over Georgia. Will, I want you to go ahead and tell us what your, what are your memories of Six Flags Over Georgia? Why do you love it so much? You know, j- just tell us t- tell us why you love the park. So, um, I have had an amazing history uh, with Six Flags Over Georgia. I have been going to the park since I was a little kid. Like, I remember um, 
back when I remember some of the uh, classic rides they had, like the uh, looping starship. Uh, I never went on that, though, because I was a little bit too young for that. So um, I always watched it uh, make the loop. Uh, there was the free fall, of, which was always fun to ride. Um, which, by the way, if you never did the penny trick on the free fall, then you cannot sit with us anymore. What's um, the penny trick on the free fall? So basically what it was is that when you... When, uh, of course, Scott, if you've been on one, you go all the way to the very top before they drop you. You would sit a penny on your leg, and when the free fall cart dropped, the penny would kind of float in the air. Huh. So that's what it was, and I always called it the, the penny trick. That's fun. Dangerous. It- that's fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, free fall was always fun. Uh, oh man, let's see. excuse me. Yes. Oh no, I say excuse me because I coughs. Continue, please. <laughs> um, let's see. Wow, what are some other? Like there was a roller coaster, uh, a coaster um, in the back of the park where. Um, Superman Ultimate Flight is now. I wasn't born yet when it was around, but it was Viper, where it was a launch coaster where you would go into a loop, you would go up a hill, and then you would roll back, back in the loop, and back to the station. Oh, um, uh, uh, a Schwarzkopf shuttle loop is what those are called. Because I know Kentucky Kingdom had one at one point. Anton Schwarzkopf. Yeah, Schwarzkopf. It was also, um, it was a move to Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom as Grease Lightning. Which closed in- oh, so that's the one. That's crazy. Yeah. Viper um, at Six Flags Over Georgia, then it became Grease Lightning, uh, which uh, the park, until the park clo- was closed in 2010. Okay, so that was Kentucky Kingdom dropped the Six Flags name, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, little side note for Kentucky Kingdom, which we will be doing an episode, episode on. Um Kentucky Kingdom did close down in 2010 and did not reopen again until 2014. So it had like a four-year closure where it was just kind of abandoned until Ed Hart came back and saved it. There's a whole documentary on it made by Taylor from Coaster Studios if y'all want to check it out. But back to Six Flags Over Georgia. And so there was another ride that was also called Deja Vu, which is a Vacoma, a giant inverted boomerang. Uh, It was only, uh, according to Wikipedia... It was one of only five Gibbs or GIBs in the world. Then it was purchased by Avoy Mira Bilandia in Brazil in 2009. So Deja Vu uh, was taken out from over Georgia because, from what I understand, nuts and bolts would fall from the coaster itself. Ah. Which is really scary because I don't want to ride that kind of ride um, if that happens. Absolutely not. Not even a little bit. So I guess that's why they sent it to Brazil. And Brazil was like, I don't know, okay. <laughs> former ride. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a Z-Force, uh, which, of course, it was operating from 1988 to 91. So I was not even a thought in between those years. It was an Intamin, a space diver roller coaster. It was uh, moved from Six Flags Great America, then moved to Magic Mount and renamed Flashback. And then it was scrapped in 08. So, of course, oh, the- I know Flashback. I've heard of that. That's a very infamous coaster. If y'all have never heard the story of Flashback, 
Got to look it up on YouTube. There's been a few history videos over it. It's it, it's uh-huh. it's got some troubled history. I never knew that was at Six Flags Over Georgia. That's cool. Yeah, uh, there is another. Um, uh, real quick, I'd like to um, add this in, Scott, if you don't mind. Of course. According to my uncle, uh, a little kid apparently either had a panic attack after riding Z-Force or something happened to the poor kid after riding Z-Force. So that's probably one of the major reasons why it is no longer around, um, which really sucks because from the YouTube videos, Z-Force or Flashback looked, it, it looked a lot of fun. I would write it if it was still around. I have been but... told and heard multiple people say that it was the most painful and worst experience they've ever done in their life. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> now now that i look at everything i'm like yeah i'm kind of glad i didn't yeah because i've heard people say it was the worst thing they've ever written i was like great and then, I <laughs> and then uh, one more thing scott and then i promise we will move on of course as much as you want one of the uh attract uh i know we'll get into this later but i wanted to go ahead and bring it up one of the many attractions that you can uh, experience at six flags over georgia is the famous riverview carousel um of course um uh let's see it uh the riverview carousel opened at the park in 1972 it is a 1908 ptc uh, carousel and is located in the cotton state section of the park it was added to the uh, National Register of Historic Places on January 27th, 1995. So the Riverview Carousel has a lot of history. Um, that is so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love when parks have like an old school carousel that has just tons and tons of history shoved in it. Like Disney World does, Disneyland does, um, Kentucky Kingdom does, this does. So, so, yeah, that's just, I love when parks mm-hmm. do that. It's just so cool. To, like to see that happen it's very old school um like the last time i wrote it uh like there was some uh like the last time i saw it i don't even think they were trying to like fix it or like you know like repaint it like there was some uh um like water damage to the wood like out of the facade of the uh riverview carousel and it's right. like, well, it'd be nice to fix it, but then you're kind of taking away the age, uh, like the history of the carousel. Yeah. So, if that makes sense. No, I get that. That's kind of how Kentucky Kingdom is with their carousel. It's just, it's so much history that like looking at it, you know, it's history. And mm-hmm. that's just, that I it, it's interesting. I think it's cool. I don't have a problem with it most times. No, but yeah. that is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. So, before we move on, I just want to know, what are some of your absolute favorite memories of growing up going to this park? Ooh, my absolute favorite memories um, was just going and having an amazing time every um, every uh, time I went. Um, of course, riding the rides and, you know, getting to uh, just walk around and uh, get to see and uh, do everything the, the park had to offer, so... Plain and simple. That's those are my that's my favorite memories of uh, going to the park. No, that's amazing. I love it. Um, now that we know a little bit of Will's history and why he loves this park so much, uh, I want you to tell us what the park currently offers and what are the cool things we could do if we decide to go to Six Flags Over Georgia. Okay, 
So, of course, as, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Scott already said earlier, Six Flags over Georgia offers 11 coasters at the time, uh, right, as of right now. Uh, they offer uh, such amazing rides such as uh, Blue Hawk, uh, the Georgia Scorcher, uh, Goliath, the Mindbender, Superman Ultimate Flight, and of course, uh, the newly quote unquote added roller coaster to the lineup, Twisted Cyclone, uh, which I have not been on yet, unfortunately, but I have heard that it is a lot of fun. Uh, I just want to say it has Twisted in the name, so you know it's an RMC. Because if it's an RMC, mm-hmm. it's going to say Twisted something. Like, it's, it's, uh, like inject the Twisted into my veins. <laughs> Uh, but I know some of y'all I know some of y'all are gonna flip because it's an RMC and RMCs are great I am one of those people because RMCs are fantastic but that's besides the point continue (laughs) Um, but yes uh, Scott I believe you said 44 yes Uh, okay yeah I have 44 rides that's also including children's rides and counting the coasters also so in total and then earlier this year, on May 24th, 2019, Six Flags Over Georgia officially added their new pendulum swinging ride called Pandemonium, which I have not been on that yet, um, but I really want to get on it because I've never been on one before. I'll so, tell you this. I, I, haven't, I haven't been on um, that version of a pendulum swing uh, because it is not the... Uh, the uh, the hus or hus or however you want to pronounce it it's not that brand of swing uh, swing pendulum ride but I've been on mm-hmm. one of the hus and they are so much fun and I I I I want to get on this because it has it, it has skinnier restraints so you're not as restrained as those so I think it'd be like twice as fun it looks fantastic because it has like that whole steampunk look and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, just for your listeners, just so you know, I may sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I've never been to the park at all, at <laughs> all, like not even once. But I look, but you know, I'm not gonna come on here and talk about it and not look up, look up some stuff and kind of, you know, I'm not gonna sound dumb. Come on here and be like, what's a six flags? You know, I want to make sure I know what's there. <laughs> Scott, Scott, we all know at this point that every time I talk about Six Flags over Georgia and how fun it is, you take the credit and say, oh, I've been there. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been there. I want to go. I want to go. But I've never been. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then, of course, uh, there is one ride there. Um that I really recommend. It is the Monster Mansion. Yes! This it ride is, is so cool. It is such a fun ride. It, it is so much fun. I highly recommend the Monster Mansion. If you guys have not uh, watched the, uh, the uh, I think it's Defunct Land video about it, uh, that ride was originally Tales of the Okifinoki, if, mm-hmm. if I'm correct, right? And, yep, Tales uh, from the Okifinoki in that same building, actually. Yes, and Tales from the Okifinoki was a uh, log flume—not not exactly a log flume, but like a water flume attraction that told mm-hmm. the, that told uh, the stories of Rare Rabbit, Rare Bear, and Rare Fox. And remember, this was before Splash Mountain in the '80s. This was in the '60s and '70s. So, 
you know, if that sounds familiar, uh, it might be because Disney got the idea from them, actually. Yep. Uh, so it was originally called the Monster Plantation, and then it went under a uh, a big renovation. It is now called the Monster Mansion with new characters and a uh, new storyline. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, you know, I mean, I mean, we. I'm going to go ahead and acknowledge it. We can all kind of acknowledge that plantation can be a problematic word. So, uh, Monster Mansion is much more fitting. It, especially in the South. Mm-hmm. So, plantation in the South doesn't really fold well. But, no. uh, um, adding on to Monster Mansion, it is a fun family ride for uh, young kids and uh, the uh, <laughs> adults. So, I really recommend uh, families with young kids checking out Monster Mansion. I'll say this. I'll say this. I was watching a POV last night. First of all, uh, it's full of audio animatronic monsters that are <laughs> talking to like real stereotypical Georgia 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 Southern accents. I was trying to get Georgia and Southern together. This is where I gotta teach Scott. The correct term is Georgian. 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 Yes, a Georgian, you know, stereotypical Georgian Southern accents. And it is, I'm not going to lie to y'all, it's so funny. It's so funny. But I'll say this. There's a part of that, which is the um, the marsh, which is yes. scary. I saw that. And like, it's not, it's not like super frightening, but it, I'd say it's, I'd say it's pretty on the same, I'd say it's like the same level of Snow White's Scary Adventure at Disneyland or the retired one at Walt Disney World if that gives you kind of a reference of the spook level of that. Never so yeah. Well that. It, well that I'd, I'd say I'd say it's about that level of scary. See, now and uh for the monster plantation, uh I was actually watching a awesome it's really informational about the history of the ride. It came up back in the eighties. Uh what the ride designer's idea was about this ride the first part of it was a dream the second part is a nightmare which is the marsh and then the third and final half is back to the dream and it's so cool how it's laid out the uh the ride layout like the characters and one cool thing i like about monster mansion is that you can hear the pistons or if that's what they're called you can hear the pistons move the animatronics which really adds that old school uh, type feel audio animatronics type dark right you can if you guys have ever done Country Red Jamboree at Walt Disney World you know what he's talking about every time the animatronic moves it's like psst, 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 psst. Yes, that's, it, it has <laughs> that old school um, feel to that type of dark ride so it really it's really awesome it really it really is a cool ride and it's so unique especially for a Six Flags park because there's no other Six Flags park that has uh, Monster Mansion at all. It's like and uh, it's like when you look at today's audio animatronic type dark rides, like um, uh, uh, Navi River Adventure at Animal Kingdom for uh, Pandora. They those audio animatronics move so fluently you can barely hear the pistons or whatever they use to build the audio uh, AA for short. Yeah, uh, but that's what today's dark rides are. You know, they move so fluently; they're lifelike. But with this, they move like actual um, animatronics are supposed to, and that is so amazing to see and hear the pistons. 
It is. It all. It all. It also kind of takes away that uncanny valley, sex. You know that little feeling sometimes you feel with these newer animatronics, where it's like, "Ooh, you're a little too real for me." Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna say that there's a character in there that looks like Mr. Munt from the Chuck E. Cheese, from Chuck E. Cheese's. He's big and purple, and he looks like Mr. Munt from Chuck E. Cheese's. And that's all I think. That's all I think. That's all I could think of when I was watching it. Was, yeah, that's Mr. Munch. I think you're thinking of the Marshall with the uh, the dog. Yes, yes, that exact. That's exactly yes. what I'm thinking of. The Marshall. Yep. He looks like he looks like he looks like Mr. Munch from uh, Chuck E. Cheese. When you uh, real quick, one more thing about Monster Mansion, then we'll move on. Did you did you what did you think of the uh, free kisses monster? Yes, the free kisses monster is so funny. Just giant lips. Just, mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> it's it's such a funny animatronic to watch because like you can see the 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 like the lips where it's puckered. Uh, you can kind of see it like suck it and then go back out. Like mm-hmm. yeah, like like it's not. I don't feel like it's. I don't feel like you're supposed to see like the middle of the lips suck in, but you definitely do. And it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that adds to the um. That, that old school, moment. that old school dark ride feel. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I love it. I that that's one of the that's one of the attractions I would definitely like rush to as soon as I get there. Plus, I'm a sucker for a dark ride, and if it's in a boat, even better. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yes, and plus the facade for that attraction is so cool. Just a flooded mansion. We're we're getting stuck on this attraction, y'all. But it's so interesting. You have to go look it up, especially for you know a regional park, regional slash chain park. But you know. Like, let's, let's just make this whole episode about Monster Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Redo the intro. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dyslexic episode 25. <laughs> this episode, we're just talking about Monster Mansion. So grab your Coke and popcorn and enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> or instead of a your HHN freestyle cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Uh, so, so now we're going to move away from Monster Mansion because we have to force ourselves. Because we're just yes. so into this weird attraction. Um, <laughs> what are some of the other cool attractions you can find around the park? So some of the other um, amazing attractions that you can find. Uh, there is a show in the Lick Skillet section. Uh, it is called the Shenanigans Comedy Wild West Gunfight Show. It is I love a Wild West show. It's so amazing. It, um, it's been at the park years i don't know exactly when it came to the park but it has been there for years it is always amazing i know a lot of the um actors that have been in the show and it's so cool uh, to watch the show um uh, when you're at the park because it's a nice way to kick your feet back relax and quote unquote take a load off so it is a lot of fun, and I believe they still perform five times a day. Wow! Yeah, five times a day. Mm-hmm. That's actually quite a bit for a theme park show, because those theme park shows are like two or three times a day. But five times a day, that's that's quite a bit. Yeah, and uh, of um, sadly, there are no stunts in the show, so... When you go see it, don't expect no high dives or, you know, any other crazy pyrotechnics um, like uh, some old school Wild West shows had like at Universal Studios Florida or yeah. Universal Studios Hollywood or uh, Knott's Berry Farm with uh, one of their um, 
with like the hanging Classic. at Knott's Prey Farm and Yes, exactly. So don't expect no high dives or pyrotechnics. Don't expect any of that. Um, but I definitely recommend you checking out the jokes can be cheesy, but that's the point of having a comedy show. The jokes are some of the jokes can land, some of the jokes can't, but they can <laughs> they're definitely cheesy, but they're really it's really uh, it's still fun to watch. So <laughs> Oh, I would love to see that because I've just I've never I, I love I love that cheesy humor. That's why I'm such a big fan of Jungle Cruise. I love that cheesy humor that like, you know, it's like we're a theme park, so we got to be family friendly, but we're still going to be funny or at least try. And I love it. Uh. Let's see. Uh, oh, my God. I should know a lot of this stuff. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us about some of the, the, the coasters at the park? Okay. Um. Thank you. That's right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> so, we will start over in Gotham City. So, Gotham City has uh, two roller coasters and two flat rides. Of course, the first name you think of when, when Gotham City comes up is Batman. Of course, Batman's the first name. They have Batman the Ride, which is a B&M uh, uh, inverted coaster, which mm-hmm. is so much fun. I love those. And then there is the Mind Bender, which technically is themed after the Riddler because there's a big uh, question mark um, on at the entrance to the Mind Bender, so it's technically themed after uh, the Riddler. But they just um, don't call it the Riddler. Yes, they don't call it the Riddler, but or they're Riddler revenge or whatever they're gonna call it. Bunch of um, question marks. Uh, so yes, uh, that ride is a lot of fun. The Mindbender and Batman the Ride. Definitely recommend you checking that out as well. You know, I actually and then, hear actually uh, sorry to cut you off. I actually, hear a bunch of coaster enthusiasts and just guests that have gone to the park say that uh, Mindbender is one of the most fun coasters at the park because they say it's smooth. It's, it's that classic looping coaster that you know a lot of parks don't have and if they do have it it's it's rough by now but a lot of people say Mindbender's not rough it's a good ride it's fun it's short but it's definitely one of those rides you have to get on when you go to the park which is what I've been told by multiple people so when I go because I'm going to go sometime promise but I, I, I have to run to that ride I have to like and the cool thing is and yes going on what you were just saying scott it mindbender is really smooth it's a really fun ride it's actually been with the park since 1978 so it's been there for years um but yes it is really smooth and yes i can understand how some people say it's rough but uh it's really really fun so again i recommend excuse me excuse me again So like you were saying about the mind bender. <laughs> For those of you who don't know why we're laughing, um, the app that I've been uh, using to record this has cut us off not once, not twice, but about five times. So this is about the fifth time I've said, so like you were saying about mind bender, but so hey, like you were saying about mind bender. <laughs> That's not there no more. We can't talk about deja vu. It's exactly. 
So, uh, yes, the Mindbender, I definitely recommend you checking uh, or writing the Mindbender uh, when you visit Six Flags Over Georgia for the first time, along with Batman the Ride. So, uh, the other three attractions that you can experience in Gotham City, they are all three are flat rides. Like, one is uh, my favorite flat ride in Gotham City. It is the Joker Chaos Coaster, which is a Larson uh, Super Loop or a Larson Fireball ride. Yes, not uh, a coaster. I don't know why yes, they call it that. I got beat They are that, not coasters. But that's they are not point. coasters. They are a flat ride. <laughs> so, if you like going 360 degrees um, front, back, or uh, hanging upside down, I definitely recommend you checking or uh, checking it out when you visit uh, the park in Gotham City. And then there is Harley Quinn Spin Sanity, which is a tilt a tilt a whirl flat ride. It is so much fun. Uh, which, by the way, those tilt a whirl flat rides can spin you around like crazy. They can. I feel and, like they're and, underrated. I feel, I feel like people see Total World and they're like, ah, it's a kitty ride, but like they're still really fun. And I feel like they're just an underrated flat ride in general. But yes, it is. It is a lot of fun. Like those things can get pretty crazy. Like if you sit in the right one, or I guess when you uh, when you talk about a Tilt a World, it. I mean, the ride can change at any time, so a different ride experience every time. Mm-hmm. But like, if you sit in a certain one, and if it gets the right spin, that thing can really spin around like crazy. Yeah, you and got it's some really astronaut fun. training right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and then the third and final flat ride you can experience in Gotham City. It is the Gotham City Crime Wave, which is a uh, Scott. You can help me out here. A it z- is a wave swingers and Perla wave swinger. Um, I do know oh. that. So, like, it's you know, it's your typical swing. So it goes up and down, around as it spins, uh, which is the best name for any wave swinger that's ever existed on this earth. Is the crime yes. wave. And of course, you know, if you are a fan of um, uh, the Joker, Penguin, uh, Catwoman, you know, uh, basically any of the famous or well-known Batman villains from the comics, this ride is specifically themed to the villains of Gotham City. So Gotham City Crime Wave is a fun ride. I definitely recommend you checking out all the uh, the two amazing coasters and the three flat rides that are uh, currently being offered in Gotham City. I'm Batman. <laughs> All right, Christian Pale. <laughs> uh, that was a Christian um, Pale for me. Um, uh, one Let's... more thing about Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> so one more thing about Gotham City is that uh, I'm sure uh, I've read that other Six Flags parks have offered this. There was actually once a Batman stunt show at Six Flags Over Georgia. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was based uh, on uh, Tim Burton's 1989 Batman movie. Uh, So I've seen YouTube videos of that. It looks so much fun. But of course, uh, being uh, in the state that stunt shows are in in today's theme park industry, they are too expensive to keep up. You got to pay these stunt performers a little bit extra money. So I'm sure that's right. why it had to leave, uh, which really sucks. But I mean, they're stunt performers. They take a lot of beatings. So I yeah. can understand why stunt shows are now leaving uh, theme parks. 
So because it's too much money, and of course, like I just said, you got to pay the stunt performers a little bit extra money for taking the beatings that they take. So right, mm-hmm. it's very rare to find a stunt show in a park. I'm just like, no, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, no, that that's super cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So. There's a coaster I really want to ask about. There's two specific coasters I really want to ask about that I'm just yes. very interested in. The first one is one of the only stand-up coasters left in America. It is the Georgia Scorcher. Yes. The Georgia Scorcher, it, it is so much fun. It is a B&M stand-up coaster. Like Scott just said, it is um one of the last B&M stand-ups in the uh, country uh, it is so much fun. It opened with the park in 19... It oh, with the park. It opened in the park in 1999. So, of course, um, it's going to show its age. Uh, the original... I know this is not important, but uh, the original colors of the um, coaster was a yellow, purple, uh, kind of a fiery mix of course, Scorcher, put your feet to the fire is the quote-unquote tagline of the ride. But then they uh, it went under a paint, a repaint job. It is now the colors of the ride, I think, are red and white, I believe. Mm. It's been a while. I believe it's been a while since I've looked at pictures of the updated paint job. I know it's it is- definitely red. I know there's definitely a lot of red on this new paint job. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just think it's so cool that they still have a stand-up, and it hasn't been converted, converted, converted yet. Fingers crossed um, into a uh, into a floorless coaster. Which, for those of you who don't know, a lot of BM stand-ups for, around the country have been either they're either gone or they've been converted into floorless uh, coasters. So, mm-hmm. and uh, one thing too that has changed over the last couple of years is that I've seen it. Um, a lot of people have been sitting on the Georgia Scorcher, and it looks kind of dumb. But then over the last couple of years, you they have to they tell you the ride uh, operators they tell you you have to stand on this ride. You cannot uh, uh, like sit like lower the thing to nearly where you're sitting. You have to stand up. So they've changed that. Um, over the last couple years, the last time I saw, so um, good on them to uh, quote unquote enforce that rule of standing up on a B and M stand up. Good. It's also it's also safety concern, which is fantastic. I'm glad they're taking that into consideration. So that's great to know. Uh, mm-hmm. The other coaster I really want to know about is Daredevil Dive. Yes, Daredevil Dive. It opened with the park in 2011. It is the park's only. Uh, vertical lift coaster. Uh, Gerslauer, of course. I believe Gerslauer, Scott, is a German coaster company, if I'm correct. Yes, I think so. It is a Eurofighter coaster. I do know that because a lot of Eurofighters look similar, so you kind of tell what's a Eurofighter coaster. Um, but yes. yes. Mm-hmm. It uh, goes 95 feet up in the air vertical and has three inversions. Um, I was not a fan of the Daredevil dive at first because I I never liked going straight up on a coaster, but after riding it a couple times, it is a lot of fun. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say it's not fun because it's so short. It was a waste of space. 
Um, but that's just them. But I really enjoy Daredevil Dive. It actually took the place of a, a, a theater in the park. It was called, say, Drive-In Theater, which held a lot of shows at Six Flags Over Georgia um, throughout the 90s and uh, early 2000s. And when that theater was taken out, uh, that's Daredevil Dive is what replaced it. So it is a lot of fun. That's really interesting. That's awesome. Um, and then you also mentioned uh, a couple other coasters. There is Goliath, which for those of you who don't know, Goliath is a, is a name you can find at most uh, most Six Flags parks. So to be specific, Goliath is a B&M hyper coaster. And from what I've heard, it's one of the best hyper coasters in the country. Uh, fun fact, uh, Goliath at Six Flags Over Georgia, it is one of the first <laughs> hyper coasters in the Southeast uh, United States. Really? That's awesome. Yep, Take it is one Nico. of the first. <laughs> uh, no, but that's awesome. Um, no, I've heard it has great airtime. I heard it really, really has awesome floater airtime. And what I noticed mm-hmm. is I don't think it has a mid, it may have a mid course break run, but what I've noticed is it doesn't slow that coaster down very much. Whereas if some of you have been on Diamondback, Kings Island, or Mako at, uh, SeaWorld Orlando, you know that uh, the you know usually a mid course break can really slow down uh, a coaster, but it looks like this mid course break run, if it has one, I can't fully remember from the POV I watched, but it looks like this coaster just goes and you just keep that floater air time. It, it does not have a mid run uh, break. Really? So once once you go up, once that uh, ride vehicle goes over that hill, it is just free falling after that oh i would love that i would love that oh once you go down that first hill it's it's that's it's it there's no mid there's no mid run break you just go and of course uh the the uh mid the uh break is when you get back into the station to get off the ride so that's it once you go down that hill you're just you're just getting you're just having a blast that would be so much fun. That would be so much fun. Uh, because I just, I love airtime. I specifically, I'm, I'm a person who likes ejector. I like to be thrown out of my seat instead of floating. But floater airtime is really fun too, especially on a hyper coaster. So I would love to experience that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what are some of the other coasters we are, uh, I have I have yet to mention? Uh, there's another one. Uh, where is it? I just had it. Uh, there is a Blue Hawk, which was originally named the Ninja. It is a Vacoma coaster. Uh, it opened in 1992, which um, the Ninja has unfortunately had a lot of complaints of being way too rough. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember coming off of it with a massive, massive headache. That, 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 that's a pretty common uh, complaint for uh, those classic Vacoma custom looping, looping coasters similar to Vortex at Kings Island. Um, which is the only one I've actually written, which does also give me a headache. Um, but what, but I think what's really cool about that coaster from what I've seen is that it actually goes over water and has a bunch of cool head chopper moments, which I think is really yes. unique mm-hmm. uh, for a, for a uh, Vacoma custom looper. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, of course, uh, the Ninja, um, officially the name went, it's excuse me extinct it is now called blue hawk they made a lot of track adjustments so it's not as rough as it once was Mm -hmm. uh the track is now blue um it's a beautiful blue it it really really is beautiful color blue and if you uh if any of you um have or 
currently served in our U.S. military, Blue Hawk is actually, um, it's not themed, but uh, this uh, ride, apparent, uh, according to uh, Six Flags Over Georgia, this ride is actually uh, in tribute to the current men and women in uniform, So, which is really cool. Oh, that's really awesome. I, I love supporting our troops. I do a lot for our country. Um, that may be mm-hmm. a hot take for some people, but that's how I feel. Um, I know many veterans. Uh, my boss is a veteran, so I'm very thankful for what uh, the men and women in uniform have done for our country. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, that I, I, I love that they do that. That's fantastic to know. Mm-hmm. And one of the uh, adjustments they have made, I I I. I don't know what it's called. I guess uh, some restraint. I don't know if restraints have certain names to them, but uh, the restraint on uh, Blue Hawk, it's like uh, when you put it on, it's like a soft uh, padding on your chest, and then the handlebars are like right there, like um, in a certain reach of you. I don't know what those are called exactly. Um, uh, is it's it like, an over the shoulder restraint where you kind of have to like click it down? Like, Yes. Pull it mm-hmm. down over you. Okay, yeah. It's like, the soft, it's like the soft padding on your chest, and then the handlebars are right there in front of you. Right, right. Um, I, I can't really name it. I I don't know if it has a certain name or not. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, fair warning for any of you who have never been on a coaster with uh, some over-the-shoulder restraints, which I think most of you have. I would assume most of you have, because a lot of coasters do. Um, although a, a lot of coasters are trying to phase them out in favor for, uh, you know, more comfortable lap bars and uh, bars that uh, grip your ankles and thighs instead of over your shoulder, you know, for safety reasons. But if you have earrings, ladies and gentlemen, and those in between, take them out. Because if you hit your head on over-shoulder restraints on some coasters, it can rip those earrings through your ears. So please be careful on coasters that have over-the-shoulder restraints. That has been PSA from Dyslexic. <laughs> and um, now back to a regularly scheduled program. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I also noticed there were there were uh, to me it looks like two separate mine trains that might be the same mine train. I know there was I saw one mine train with a name I could not pronounce and another one that was themed to the Joker. Um. Okay. So for the one that you cannot pronounce, I will be more than happy to tell you right now. Thank you so much. It is because, <laughs> um. If you watch uh, Kyle, View from the Cheap Seats, he and his family visited Six Flags Over Georgia last year, and he pronounced it the Dalanega. That is not how it's pronounced. <laughs> it is pronounced Dalanega. Dalanega. So, yes, it is uh, named after Dalanega, Georgia, the famous uh, town uh, where one of the um, famous gold rushes happened. I went to school with her. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a grandma joke. I'm stopping. <laughs> so, no, that's uh, a really Delon- pretty name. I, I, I'd probably name my daughter Delonica. That's pretty. In so, my y- yes. Delonica, <laughs> it, it, it actually has been with the park since 1967 when the park first opened. Really? So, yes, so, it is so a- I'm assuming that's probably the oldest coaster at the park. Oh, yes. It is a aerodynamics coaster. Yes, yes. So, I, I, lo- um, I love I love an aero mine train. They're so much fun. They're rough, so, but they're fun. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. It is rough. It has shown its age, but it's still fun. 
the original design is still the same, uh, or no, it says the original design was a wood supporting structure with steel tubular rails, totally tubular rails. <laughs> much of uh, the wood is... Sorry, I, I, go I was, ahead. I was going to say, Kings Island has uh, the same coaster, but theirs is still wood and steel, so it is the only a technically hybrid coaster in the park. One of the write-ups said that, and I was like, you know, I'm mad about it, but good point. I'm gonna let you have it. <laughs> so that, that's really, I, that's that's interesting to see that it changed uh, to an all-steel track, because not a lot of them uh, have. But yes, of course, the Dahlonega mine train has been with the park since 1967. Of course, it's uh, themed after the famous Dahlonega Gold Rush, of course, if you're a big history buff like I am, you would know about the Dahlonega uh, uh, Gold Rush that happened here in Georgia. So, um, yeah. And then, speaking of um, the other Joker coaster, Scott, you were talking about, it is the Joker Funhouse Coaster. It opened in 2004. It is a Chance and Morgan coaster, so it's a, a small kitty ride. Uh, it was once themed to it was once called the wild e coyote canyon blaster oh wily coyote like from looney tunes i get it cool yep. cool and then when uh dc super friends area took over it was rethemed to the joker like we don't have enough joker stuff already but that's true, true. wily needs his representation he is one of the most iconic looney tunes but that that's that's another point for another day i'm gonna calm down he's He's also an idiot, but we're moving on. Uh, and he's rich. He has to be rich. I don't know how he affords all those Acme products, but that, you know, that's besides the point. <laughs> besides the point. Um, and then, uh, Scott, is there any other uh, coasters or flat rides? Oh, um, back to the Dahlonega Mine Train. There, from 1969 to 1988, there was a aerodynamics mini mine train. It was right next to the current Dahlonega Mine Train. It was a mini mine train kitty roller coaster, previously known as the Yahula Hooler. It's a, a weird ass name for a kid. Oh, I love it. It is spelled out Y A H O O L A. H O O L E R, the Yahula Hooler. Ah, okay, yeah, easy to pronounce, great to spell, fun at parties. So weird ass name for a coaster, but <laughs> you know what? It was the it was it was the late sixties, early seventies. Can't really complain. <laughs> no, that is awesome. Um, uh, there are a couple more rides I think that are really interesting. I want to talk about. Um, uh, three in particular that kind of uh, catch my eye. One, I don't know if it's I don't I'm and I'm gonna preface this as I don't know if any of these are still here. So okay. Will can tell me if they are not. Um, so I saw that they have a classic sky bucket transportation ride. Yes, that is still there. <laughs> okay, those are so rare and so cool. I've actually never been on one and I've always wanted to. So there, it's a very rare flat ride to get on a sky bucket transportation ride. And I really want to do that. It just looks mm-hmm. so relaxing it, uh, and chill. It, it, is, it, uh, it is really relaxing. So if you are tired and don't want to walk around that huge um, ass park all day... <laughs> um, <laughs> You can just uh, wait in line, take a load off, and relax. But it is very short. It is a very short sky bucket ride. 
Um, it, lo- it, is it looks short. It it's amazing how short it is. Um, but of course, it opened in 1966. It goes from the Peachtree Square section of the park to the new Steampunk district of the park. So it's a very short ride, um, but can't really complain. So it, it is just a quick little way to uh, relax for a bit and enjoy um, the breeze and enjoy the views of uh, the park. Yes, yes. Um, oh, actually, just remembered a couple more coasters that are at the park that we didn't mention. Uh, one we already did mention, but we didn't really talk about it, which is uh, Twisted Cyclone, I believe. It's Twisted Cyclone, right? Yes. Twisted Cyclone. Um, what, I, I know, I know, I know it's a, an RMC conversion of an older coaster. What was the coaster called before it was Twisted Cyclone? It was called the Georgia Cyclone. Uh, if you've, uh, for those of you who listen to this amazing podcast, that's my brown nose. Thank that's you. my brown Thank nose you. Uh, <laughs> of uh, the episode. Uh, if you've been on Georgia, if you've been to uh, the famous Coney Island in uh, New York, uh, the Georgia Cyclone is a mirror image of the original Cyclone that um, is at Coney Island. So that's really cool. Um, so it was, of course, it being in Georgia, it has to be called the Georgia Cyclone. And then in 2018, it was converted over to uh, Twisted Cyclone, which, of course, if you know all about Rocky Mountain construction, the word twisted is injected into their veins. So It really is. It really is. If, you ha- if there's an RMC in a park, more than likely, it's either going to be twisted or hot. One of the two. Buzzwords. I've never, I've never heard. Have I heard of a Rocky Mountain coaster with the word "hot" in it? Uh, hot, a hot rod, right? Hot. At, uh, At Dollywood. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I didn't think about it. I was. I'm so used to twisted, t- twisted taters at Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Sorry. Uh, it, lo- it looks like a really fun coaster. I know you said you haven't experienced it yourself, but it's an RMC, and it looks like a really fun coaster. It also has this really cool um, section as soon as you go out from the POVS, all that. It's just it's these random turns and bumps that make no sense. But um, if you're in California and you're one of our listeners from California, uh, I guess it could be comparable to uh, Twisted Cyclone, which which is uh, not Twisted Cyclone, Twisted Colossus. Which is another RMC um, coaster, obviously, because it said twisted in it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but the beginning of that with some bumps, from what I've heard. But yeah, it looks like a really fun ride. It looks, uh, I'm not gonna lie, it looks like one of the. It, it's a smaller RMC. It looks kind of slow, but it that doesn't mean it's bad. Just because it's smaller does not mean it can't still pack a punch. And that's uh, that's what's really interesting about that with me. And then you all you also have the Great American Scream Machine there, right? Yes, that is a, uh, w- um, of course, a wooden coaster. It uh, it opened as the world's tallest and fastest roller coaster at a height of 105 feet. And really? it reaches speed up to 57 miles per hour. Uh, it is a John C. Allen Philadelphia Toboggan Company coaster, which, of course, I'm sure that company is... Um, extinct now i believe yeah i don't think they're around if i'm correct which i'm probably not i think they're the ones who designed the racer at king's island and kind of restarted the roller coaster renaissance but if you don't know about the roller coaster renaissance you should uh really look into it sometime it's super cool um 
but uh, yeah, it's it's it lo- it it looks from what I've seen, it's just it's just a classic outback wooden coaster, and it looks beautiful and super fun. It opened in 1973, and uh, there it has been. There has been a lot of complaints of it being really, really rough. Um, which, of course, most wooden classic wooden coasters can do that with with by showing their age, mm-hmm. and I can understand that because, of course, you know when a wooden coaster gets older, you know it tends to get more rough. Um, but I honestly can, I honestly see this being turned into the twisted Great American Scream Machine, maybe five <laughs> or ten later. <laughs> Uh, you know, I wouldn't put it past Six Flags. I would not at all. <laughs> and uh, one more thing about the Scream Machine. Uh, when the Six Flags Over Georgia opened Hurricane Harbor, which is their uh, free admission water park, you don't have to pay extra for it. The Why they put Hurricane Harbor there is because Dale Ketzel, current park president, said that he wanted it to feel like he wanted the feel to be like a boardwalk, the water, the uh, the water park with the coaster in the background. So when you see the Great American Scream Machine at Hurricane Harbor, it's kind of like a boardwalk feel. It's, it's supposed really- it's supposed to give you that feel of like for comparison for people who've never who are maybe not uh, regional park fans or just uh, not uh, a non Disney fans. It, it kind of it's supposed to give you that feel of kind of like how. Uh, Incredicoaster or formerly California Screaming was supposed to give the Paradise Pier or Pixar Pier I mean give it kind of that backdrop mm-hmm. but a rideable backdrop yep that exactly yep that's awesome I, that's a really fun uh, a really fun story about that uh, mm-hmm. the other few flat rides I'm really interested in because they have they have some flat rides that may be typical but like they're different in a way that I find is cool um, is, is the drop tower still at the park Acrophobia. Yes. yes, it is still okay. there. It is. Is it still a stand-up drop tower? No, you sit down. Uh, you you sit you sit down on uh, acrophobia. Ah, okay. Because I saw a POV of it being stand-up. I don't know if it ever was, or if I was like at the wrong park. Uh, I remember acrophobia ever being a stand-up i mean i mean you're you're definitely sitting but your feet are dangling and you're more forward than you normally would be instead of just like a chair Mm -hmm. position okay so yeah so that 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 would kind of make it like a stand-up drop tower uh for lack of a better term because your 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 feet are really dangling kind of looks like you're getting big wedgie when you're going up just saying (laughs) (laughs) but uh it's it's other traditional like sns uh, launch towers or the drop towers where you get in a, uh, a like a bucket seat to sit down or just uh, a plain uh, seat to sit down and put your over the shoulder strains. You 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 do sit, but you're more leaned and your feet are leaning, so you feel you feel more kind of like free in that way um, from what it looks like, which I think is really unique. I've never I, I didn't even know there were any stand up uh, uh, drop towers in the U.S. Uh, I, I know there's some in the UK, but I didn't know they were in the US, which is super cool. Um, not gonna lie, big fan of drop towers. I feel like I'd probably freak out on that. <laughs> I also feel like as soon as we get down to the bottom, I'd get some pain in another regions because it just looks like it's giving you a big wedgie. I'm just saying, y'all. <laughs> I've never had that happen before, um, but that that's good. I'm glad that's never happened before so I'm, here's I'm the also glad I'm glad that's not the sensation you get because when you watch it 
on a POV, you've never been on it, the first thing you think, the first thing I thought it was, ooh, that's not going to feel good when they come down. <laughs> but apparently it's fine, which is great. So uh, I'll definitely give it a try. It, it is a lot of fun. And something, uh, Scott, you should definitely look out, uh, look forward to is that when you reach the very top of acrophobia, there's a, a mechanism in the uh, thing that pushes your seat forward to where you're almost facing the ground. No, that is crazy. You don't, it, it's kind of like a Falcon's Fury at Bush Gardens, but you don't go all the way down. You kind of like, I know you can't see, but like take your hand and kind of lean it forwards like a little bit like, uh, like that. And it, you, you kind of, you're, it, it almost looks like you're looking at the ground. Which yeah, adds just, more to that. It, just, it, it gives that little nudge of you're not safe. You're safe, but like gives you that nudge. Yeah. Of, you're not nudge. safe. Yes. Yeah. No, I love that. Oh, I would flip. I would love that. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know how to do that. That's awesome. And then uh, the ride operators, they screw with you on acrophobia. Like. <laughs> This one time, I was waiting in line for it. Or no. Yeah, no, I was on the ride itself, and the ride operator said, you're going to drop in three, two, one. When the one hit, silence. Didn't know what was going on. And then about five seconds later, boom, you drop, and it's a <laughs> Oh, that's so fun. The adrenaline you get from a drop tower, especially from something that's going to lean you toward the ground like that, that that would, I feel like that'd just be like an adrenaline high. Like, that would be insane. It, it, it is a lot of fun. I really enjoy acrophobia a lot. I absolutely love that. Um, and then the other one that I was really interested in is, <coughs> excuse me, um, there is one, uh, from what I saw, it looks like it's themed to Daffy Duck, but it is, it's like you get in boats. Um, it's, it's like a water battle. It's, one, it's like one of those water battle rides, except instead of getting a boat and floating, uh, it looks as if you spin and spray people, um, which I think it's in like the, the you know, the little kid section, that smaller section, uh, you know, Bugs like the Bunny. Bugs Bunny Boomtown. Um, but it, lo- it looks like it's a really interesting water ride that not a lot of parks have. It's, looks very compact so you're you're basically from what i saw you basically get in a colored bucket in a on a turntable filled with water and each person has a water gun and as you spin you spray the water gun to spray the other people on the ride and the people waiting which seems like a lot of fun yep it is called daffy ducks bucket blasters um which they i love alliteration Oh yeah, they they do. They really uh, do. I can't say anything. I love alliteration too. Have y'all heard the names of these shows that I do? Yeah, so I can't <laughs> say anything. <laughs> like um, some of the other ones, uh, Scott, if you don't mind me uh, saying, they've got a uh, Bugs Bunny High Sea Adventure, uh, Yosemite Sam's Wacky Wagons, uh, Speedy Gonzalez Speed Boats, uh, of which. Uh, in the DC Super Friends area, there's a Superman Tower of Power, uh, the Batman Batcopters, and Wonder Woman Flight School. So they really love those uh, unique names. They do. They do. I love that. I love that. Um, I do want to say, oh, that reminded me of a coaster we forgot. Isn't there a Superman Ultimate Flight coaster there? 
Yes, there is. Uh, let me find it. It is um, a steel. F- it, it's another B and M, which of course B and M. If you ask me, B and M is the goat of steel coasters. Scott may disagree with me. I know. I agree one hundred percent. B and M is the goat of roller coasters. They really do. It is um, a, I, I know it was one of the first uh, flying coasters in the U.S., which is super cool. Yeah, uh, very yes, correct. It was the Southeast's uh, first flying roller coaster, and of course, the first B and M flying coaster in North America. So, um, which is really cool. It's located in Metropolis Park, uh, Superman Ultimate Flight, of course. Uh, for a flying coaster, you sit normally, and then when, when the ride operator pushes a button, you're facing straight down, and it feels like you're flying with Superman himself, which is really awesome. And one of the amazing experiences on Superman Ultimate Flight is the, uh, I believe it, the correct name for it is the Pretzel Loop. The I pretzel. am not... 100% sure of the name. If we really need to get a name expert, it would be Corey um, from uh, uh, Corey Bather on YouTube and Daily Theme Park Photos. Plug for him because he's a good friend uh, of the show and of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. It's it's the loop that um, it, you know when you reach the bottom, that's when you're upside down instead of upside down at the top. Yes. Yep. Excuse me, y'all. Oh yeah, no. I would love, love those, love those kind of loops, love those kind of coasters. I love, I love a flying coaster. I think they're so fun and so unique. Um, there were, uh, there's a couple more rides I'm really interested. In. I want to hear uh, your opinion on. I know they have the Battle for Metropolis, uh, dark shooter yes. ride. Oh my god, that's the best thing there. It looks so fun. I know a lot of, I know a lot of Six Flags has them, but it's, it's really fun. Um, I, I know, so basically what you do is you get in a car similar to, uh, you know, Space Ranger Spin or Gobbler Getaway or any of those shooter rides around the country where you uh, you go or and... Or Men in Black, yes. And you're aimed with a, a gun or a weapon and you go and you fight the uh, Lex Luthor and the Joker uh, and try to save the Super Friends along with uh, Cyborg, I think. Yes. And it looks super fun. So uh, t- tell us a little bit about, about that attraction. Like, uh, what, what's it like? What's the feeling again? So Justice League Battle for Metropolis, uh, it opened in 2017. So it was basically the, um, uh, the park's 50th uh, anniversary celebration ride. Uh, that was the ride that was uh, given to uh, the guests as the surprise 50th anniversary attraction. Uh, when it first opened, I'm like, oh, it's going to be boring. It's just another <coughs> dark ride that you can shoot at screens. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be boring or da-da-da-da-da. I was highly surprised by it, and I really enjoy it. It, it looks fun. Is it 3D? Correct me if I'm wrong. It's 3D, is it not? Yes, you, you, you do get 3D glasses. It's super cool. And what's really cool is there's also animatronics in it. Which I think is yep, awesome. I a- love any any dark ride with animatronics. Obviously, as we were talking about with Monster Mansion earlier, love animatronics. I know it has a really cool Joker animatronic by Sally Corp because uh, it's the one that was shown at IAPA a few years back, where he's on the the device and he turns and he shoots the cannon and it launches out smoke, which I think is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
the Cyborg uh, AA, it's basically uh, welcoming you to the ride and uh, telling you what's going on. And it's really amazing. Um, but again, I was highly surprised by it. I really enjoy it. So I definitely recommend you checking out Justice League Battle for Metropolis. Which is an awesome name, by the way. It's just, it's one of those big it, epic names for a ride and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yep, it, it really is. And along with the um, addition of that ride, they renamed that whole area where the ride is located into Metropolis. Um, which I don't think before, uh, before... There was actually um, a bumper. There was a bumper cars uh, attraction there. So of course, bumper cars. I think those are going away as well, which is really sad because those are fun as well. Um, but to have an attraction like Justice League Battle for Metropolis replace that, it's a it was a worthy replacement of uh, the bumper cars. Yeah, most, yeah, I, I could definitely see that as a worthy replacement and or better. Uh, attraction at the at the spot um but yeah no it's super cool and then the the last ride i'm really interested in and i don't i think some of you some of your listeners if you know me personally or if you listen to the show you know i absolutely love these kind of rides their uh rapids ride at the park looks absolutely great it looks like it gets you soaked and if a rapid ride gets you soaked which some of them don't which is unfortunate it, that it has a place in my heart. It looks like one of the best rapid rides I've ever seen. Like it looks like it just drenches you to the bone. Yes, Thunder River is the name of uh, the uh, River Rapids ride. Um, it is a lot of fun, and yes, it you just come off of that ride drenched. Um, <clears throat> one of the cool things about Thunder River is that there's a huge waterfall towards the end of the ride. And what's really cool is that that boat, it's a free, it's a free, um, free it's a floating, free yeah. riding, free floating, uh, uh, boat. So you don't know who's getting soaked. I was unfortunately the victim of that waterfall one time. <laughs> I bet you came off drenched from the POV. I saw that waterfall really get you. Oh, it, oh yeah. It gets you wet big time. It's like a public shower. <laughs> yeah, but with nasty water. With nasty water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the water did look kind of brown, which, you know, it's pretty typical for some of those raft rides because they take a lot of water, and you know what has a lot of water? A lake. Yep. But, and the Chattahoochee River is actually right next to Six Flags Over Georgia. So is uh, it really? I think that's, that's awesome. Yep, the Chattahoochee uh, is right next to the park. So I'm pretty sure that's, I'm, I, I may be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's where they get the water for. Uh, Thunder River is from the Chattahoochee. So I'm really, really, really um, stopping myself from singing a country song and uh, showing a little, uh, a little bit of a side that most people don't see of me uh, because I was raised in the South and uh, raised by a very Southern family. Uh, but most people do not know that about me or my secret love for country music. And now you do. <laughs> um, but no, that's awesome. It just it looks like such a great rapids ride and you know it look it doesn't have a lot of theming but it looks like it's really pretty with all the rock work and stuff which um i think sometimes you don't get get from a lot of six flags parks and from what i've heard from you and other people six flags or georgia is one of the better six flags parks you know theming wise cleanliness cleanliness wise operations wise etc um i've just heard it's one of the better six flags parks in the country which i think is really cool Yep, and uh, for the last couple of years, um, 
I'm sure we were going to uh, get to this a little bit later on, but for the, uh, when the colder weather, of course, if uh, you live here in the south, um, when it gets really cold really fast here in Georgia or another state. So when Thunder River closes for the season, the queue for Thunder River actually gets transformed into a haunted house for Fright Fest. That is awesome. I was actually just about to ask you. Um, I know there's two special events that I know of that the park does, which I know they do Fright Fest, which you told us about. Um, mm-hmm. Could you explain a little bit what Fright Fest is for people who may not know? <clears throat> uh, yes, I'll be more than happy to. So Fright Fest is um, a really fun event. Uh, of course, it's like your other uh, amazing Halloween events, like, of course, the uh, Halloween Horror Nights or Not Scary Farm um, or um, Hallow Scream at Bush Gardens. Uh, but for Fright Fest, um, you have to pay extra to do the haunted houses, which really sucks, but I can understand. Um, but the scare zones, of course, are free to experience. But Fright Fest, it is a lot of fun. Has a, a Fright Fest has a range of different haunted houses uh, to scare zones to uh, live entertainment. So Fright Fest, if you, of course, are a passionate Halloween fan uh, like I am, I definitely recommend you checking out uh, Six Flags uh, Fright Fest, which is actually, it's August 20th and Halloween's right around the corner. Oh, that's exciting. That means it's coming up. Uh, like, oh, sorry, Scott, go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. I totally just caught my breath for a second. Kind of got choked. <laughs> As I always do most times on this podcast. I, some of y'all already know that. You can expect me to get choked at least once an episode on this show. <laughs> um, I, dr- I drank too much water and I drink it too fast. <laughs> but um, uh, I also know that they hold a, uh, a Christmas slash holidays event at the park, which I don't think you've been to from previous conversations yet, but I've heard that it's really beautiful. I actually have been to a holiday in the park. Oh, you have? Uh, That's awesome. Yes. uh, The first year of it was, oh boy, either 2014 or 2015, Um, but I have been to it. It is truly beautiful with, I mean... The Christmas lights with a theme park uh, like Six Flags, it is truly, truly beautiful. Um, uh, oh, man, I, it just takes my uh, breath away every time I, uh, when I walked into Six Flags over Georgia for the first time, we was seeing all the Christmas lights lit up. It is really, really beautiful. Uh, one of my favorite things about Holiday in the Park is that they have a whole section dedicated to peaches, which, of course, Georgia is known as the Peach State. Yeah. And the cool thing is that they actually uh, have scent cans that blow the scent of peaches in this one section. Oh, I would say they're all night. And it is so, it smells so good. Like peach color, like orange Christmas lights, like the uh, Crystal Pistol Music Hall, which is... uh, um, the performing theater at the park it's all covered in orange lights like they have a whole tree uh decorated in um uh orange lights scott i actually have pictures of those and i will uh, make sure to send them to you when we are done recording to uh show you what it looks like when it's all lit up that's awesome Uh, i would love to see that 
but yes, it it blows a little scent of a peaches, and it smells so good. Now I really want to get there for Christmas just so I can sit there and smell peaches all night. That would be so that would be right up my alley. <laughs> um. But uh, thank you for telling us about the park and what it currently offers. So now, uh, before we go, we're going to do a quick little lightning round, which I like to do with my guests on these Home Park Countdown episodes. Where I'm going to ask you a few questions, uh, kind of rapid fire, and you can answer them. As short window or long window as you want, because <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not going to stop you. Um, but it's are like you Rocky ready? Bell. It's it like is. Rocky Bell preparing for that big fight. <laughs> it's like it's like that it's it's like when it's like a millionaire when they get the lights it goes do 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 and they all come down right on you it's just like that <laughs> very true uh are you ready yes okay so first off what's your favorite roller coaster at the park batman the ride awesome favorite flat ride at the park i have two answers it's either the joker chaos coaster or acrophobia Ooh, fantastic next your favorite food at the park so I my answer uh, is it's actually only available during Fright Fest. I don't know if they're still going to offer it this season, but it is called the Takis Nacho Plate. Oh, that it sounds is, delicious and heartburn. It is nachos with uh, the uh, green Takis. So if you are a fan of Takis like I am, you would know about the green uh, Takis, and it is so good, but is only available during Fright Fest. That sounds delicious. <laughs> It, okay. it really was delicious. Next one. Uh, speaking of Fright Fest, next one is favorite Fright Fest maze. ZX1. This is a post-apocalyptic uh, zombie house. Of course, zombies, you know, the, they're really used all over because it's just so easy to do. Just build a, a post-apocalyptic set haunted house and it's there. Um, but True. ZX1, it is, it is really fun. That's awesome. Uh, next one, your favorite show at the park. Okay, so two answers here. Uh, one, uh, I know me and Scott talked about it before we went uh, before we started recording. There was a show at Six Flags Over Georgia. It was called the Mermaids and Mariners High Dive Show. It was so much fun. Uh, there's a video of it on YouTube, but it's only the intro where you uh, are introduced to the divers and they're just diving off the uh, diving boards. But it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it as a kid, but now it has sadly gone away and it was replaced by uh, DC Super Friends. And then the second show is actually held during Fright Fest. As you can tell, Scott, I love Fright Fest. Huh. <laughs> um, I wouldn't think HHN Dog or somebody who's obsessed with Halloween would love Fright Fest. <laughs> who, do, who knew? <laughs> Shock. Um, my the, a favorite show during Fright Fest. It is called Doctor Fright's Dead Man's Party. It is a fun show. It has been at Fright Fest. It is uh, it's been performing at Fright Fest since 1994. Uh, you hear such amazing songs in the show, like "Welcome to My Nightmare," "Feed My Frankenstein" by Alice Cooper. Uh. Dead Man's Party and No One Lives Forever by Oingo Boingo, Bad to the Bone by George Thorogood, and Ballroom Blitz by uh, the band Sweet, I believe is the name. But um, but yes, it is a bunch of zombies uh, dancing to those, uh, singing and dancing uh, to those famous songs. And of course, the main character of the show is Dr. Fright, which hosts the annual Dead Man's Party inside the Crystal Pistol Music Hall. <laughs> That is awesome. It's like it's like it's like I bet it's like a thirty-minute-long thriller. 
<laughs> oh, that sounds so fun. Um, next question. Your favorite uh, Christmas activity at the park or holiday activity? So during holiday in the park, I just enjoy walking around and seeing the lights lit up during holiday in the park. So that's my favorite. Uh, of course, riding the rides um, in the dark as well during holiday in the park, but just walking around, seeing all the lights uh, light up the park. It's, it's really beautiful. That's awesome. Uh, next one. Favorite water slide? This is Tsunami Surge at uh, Six Flags Hurricane Harbor. Um, Tsunami Surge is a fun ride. It, uh, the rafts on Tsunami Surge it, uh, fits a uh, riders of four. It is a lot of fun. Uh, I did have a description of it somewhere, but I lost it. But yes, yeah, Tsunami uh, Surge. <laughs> y'all can look it up. Y'all, y'all, y'all can look up Tsunami Surge. We gave you descriptions for everything else. Y'all can do a little work. It's fine. They're not going to kill you. <laughs> and then the final question. Your favorite meet and greet at the park? Because for those of you who don't know, Six Flags Parks do have meet and greets with characters, which is super cool. It's something I always enjoy. So my favorite meet and greet at the park is with the uh, gunfighters um, after the shenanigans comedy Wild West gunfight show that is my favorite meet and greet is to meet the gunfighters after <laughs> the uh gunfight show that is absolutely awesome and also not the answer i expected i kind of expected either a certain Looney tunes character or a certain dc character that's really cool that it's like like the original characters for the park <laughs> oh no that's awesome uh, and with that being said we have come to the end of our episode but before we go, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say thank you so much, Will, for being on and telling us all about Six Flags Over Georgia and telling us your memories and why you love the home park and all it has to offer so that, you know, if we want to go, we can go. Thank you for that. Um, and I wanted to know, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yes, you can follow me on, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, on Twitter and Instagram at HHNDog, uh, D-A-W-G. So um, there's that. And then I also have a uh, YouTube channel, which you can check out. It's under the same name as well, HHN Dog. Um, I just basically cover Halloween Horror Nights. Big shocker. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's all I got to plug. YouTube, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm going to say this. He's going to argue otherwise. But I'm going to say this. You should definitely subscribe because he always has really fun opinions and really interesting opinions. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. He always has really fun and really interesting opinions about the houses and about the uh, the scare zones and everything at HHN. So I suggest going subscribing. And uh, that that's just what I'm going to say. I, I don't recommend you subscribe. I recommend you subscribe. And I'm the, I'm the host. So shush. <laughs> Uh, I mean, thank you for being on. <laughs> and uh, for me, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Scott021 or look at Dyslexic. Um, I'm always tweeting about theme parks and reality TV because that's also a big part of my life. Food, just different topics. You can follow me on Instagram where um, I like to post throwback pictures of theme parks and you know, may- maybe it's lush, maybe it's food, maybe it's uh, TV, uh, whatever it is. Post lots of pictures on there. Uh, I go live about once a week uh, to talk and hang out and chill out with uh, fans of the show or, you know, just not fans, friends of the show. Um, I don't like the term fans. I like friends. Uh, friends of the show. And uh, whoever knows just want to come on and watch me be ridiculous. 
And now, um, I recently started plugging this plug this last episode for the first time. You can also now follow me on TikTok, thanks to Mel's Diane and uh, Corey Mathery. You can follow me on TikTok at Dyslexic if you want to see me make a fool of myself on the internet. Uh, <laughs> which, too late, I do that on most social medias anyway. But you can check me out on there too now. Um, uh, with that being said, I want to say thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to episodes 1 through 24. Uh, you can listen to those here on Anchor or on Spotify, uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Obvi- obviously, you're listening on one, but maybe you have to pay for it, and you want to go something else you don't have to pay for, or maybe it's just not the right service for you. So, I give you all those options so you know where you can find the show if you still want to listen. Um, I'd love to ask that you share the show with your friends and family if you think they'd also enjoy it. It's a passion project of mine. It's just for fun and to bring fun and awareness and representation and all the good vibes and stuff out to the theme park community. So uh, if you think they'd enjoy it, share it. Uh, and with that being said, I hope you all have an amazing week. Uh, and then uh, grab a partner and visit Six Flags over Georgia. Um, I said that because it's a home park countdown. Ha ha ha. I thought it was funny that I said it out loud. It is not. But you heard it anyway, so it's too late. <laughs> but remember, uh, go check out Six Flags over Georgia if you can. I hope you have a great time and have an amazing night, guys. And before I say bye, little quick tip. Stay after the show. Uh, stay after the main episode because there's going to be a new section at the end of the, the uh, this episode. Uh, that will be in newer episodes. So stick around for that. And with that being said, bye, everybody. We will see you in the doghouse. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the after section of the Dyslexic Show, this new section that I will be doing uh, every week or every other week uh, when these things come in or if they come in. And this is going to be called Dyslexic Direct Message or Dyslexic DM, whatever you want to call it. I think it's a fun play on words and obviously I had to have alliteration like I talked about in the episode before. But what this section is going to be, it's going to be um, a section where um, I highlight either positive reviews or uh, call-ins that I get from listeners of the show, and I want to do this because I got my first call-in recently, um, which was super exciting, and I really appreciate it. If you guys uh, ever want to call in, you can do so uh, by, if you're on Anchor, you go to my main page and you, pl- and you uh, press message. And then you can record a call in and I'll get it here on the Anchor app, which is super awesome and super fun. If you want to leave those in here, I can put them in the show, obviously with your permission. Or if you want me to read out reviews or suggestions or anything else you have for the show on the air, you can DM me uh, on Twitter at at Scott021 or look up Dyslexic or on Instagram at Dyslexic96. And I will gladly read those on the show. But without further ado, we're going to go into this voice message I got from listener Jeff. Jeff, thank you so much for it. I really appreciated it. It made my whole day, my whole week. It was fantastic to hear from you. And uh, we're going to share that right now. But for now, guys, bye and enjoy the message. Just listen to my first version of your podcast worlds of fun just wanted to tell you i loved it good job and i love your name dyslexic followed you on twitter saw you had a podcast i'm glad i listened that's it my name's jeff dolip dad on youtube and all that stuff anyway great job i'll be listening <laughs>